The views expressed on this program are solely those of the speaker and do not reflect the views and opinions of Centennial Securities. Be reminded that this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Happy Friday! Welcome to the Weekly Investment Podcast, where we discuss the week's must-know investment news and how it affects your money. I am your host, Walter. This week, we discuss April's inflation data, the crypto market meltdown, and the U.S. dollar. It's been another exciting week in the investment world, so let's crack right into the news. Inflation data released Wednesday showed that the pressures keeping inflation elevated for months remain strong. This presents a challenge for both households trying to manage rising expenses and for the Federal Reserve, who is trying to keep the economy on a steady path. Annual inflation did moderate for the first time in months, but the Consumer Price Index, or CPI, still increased by 8.3% year-over-year, slightly lower than March's year-over-year increase of 8.5%. However, core inflation, which subtracts food and fuel, actually accelerated by 0.6%, compared to 0.3% the prior month. Some are speculating that annual inflation may have peaked, the April slowdown was due mainly to two factors. One, gas prices dropped last month. And two, because yearly price changes are now being measured against elevated price readings from last spring when inflation started to take off. Recall that inflation was historically low prior to April 2021. The new higher base makes the annual increases look less severe. Economists expect increases to slow this year as consumer demand tapers off and supply chain stresses ease. The question remains, by how much and how quickly that moderation happens. COVID lockdowns in China and the war in Ukraine add to supply shortages for semiconductor chips and commodities, and these factors are outside of the Federal Reserve's control. With COVID cases increasing and the Ukraine war ongoing, it is probably safe to say that it is too early to tell where inflation goes from here. Bitcoin fell below $30,000 this week for the first time since late 2020, and other cryptocurrencies are also tumbling. The crypto market appears to be going through a major correction. What next for the cryptocurrency market? While the recent drop in crypto prices doesn't yet match the severity of the 2018 crash, where Bitcoin lost 80% of its value, things could still get worse for those invested in cryptocurrencies. There are no guarantees of returns in crypto, and investors should be prepared to lose everything they invest. The principle of buy the dip is based on an assumption that price drops are temporary and that they will correct themselves over time. Dip buyers hope to make money by buying at a relative low and reaping the rewards when prices rise again. Crypto markets are volatile, so buying cryptocurrencies at 
any price is risky. While prices could return to previous levels, they could also continue to fall even further. Cryptocurrencies could bounce back from their current dip, but they might not. With every kind of investment, let alone the unpredictable world of cryptocurrencies, past performance is no guarantee of future results. At least with more traditional investments, there is a long history of investors holding on for the long term and for better times. Real estate and stocks tend to recover. Will new investors in cryptocurrencies be as patient? In what are less tangible assets? Only time will tell. With the increase in the U.S. money supply due to pandemic-era spending, investors are asking about the U.S. dollar's future. From February 2020 to March 2022, the money supply increased from $4 trillion to over $20 trillion. What does this supply increase mean, and will it lead to a collapse of the U.S. dollar's value? This is an interesting question worth exploring. First, a short history of why currencies collapse. History is full of examples of currency collapses. Argentina, Iceland, Venezuela, Zimbabwe, and Germany have all experienced currency crises in the last 100 years. Most collapses stem from a lack of faith in the stability of money, the perceived reduction of value or usefulness in economic exchange. When people stop believing that a currency is useful, that currency is in trouble. This trouble can get worse under conditions of low economic growth or inflation. Since World War II, major governments and central banks have relied on the U.S. dollar to back up the value of their own currencies. Through this reserve currency status, the U.S. dollar receives extra legitimacy in the eyes of domestic users, currency traders, and participants in international transactions. The U.S. dollar is not the only reserve currency in the world, though it is the most widely used. As of March 2022, the four other reserve currencies are the euro, British pound sterling, Japanese yen, and the Chinese yuan. The worry is that the U.S. government might print too much money. Basic economics tells us that as supply of something increases, then the value goes down. If foreign governments or investors decide to move away from the U.S. dollar due to a perceived oversupply, that could also significantly impact anyone with assets denominated in dollars. Fortunately for the United States, almost every alternative currency is also backed by a similar economic policy. Even if the dollar dropped in value, it may still be viable due to its strength relative to the alternatives. So, will the U.S. dollar collapse? There are some scenarios that, although improbable, may cause a crisis for the dollar. Given current economic dynamics, what is most realistic is the dual threat of high inflation and high debt. A scenario where rising consumer prices forces the Fed to sharply raise interest rates. Much of the national debt is made up of relatively short-term instruments, so a spike in interest rates would increase the cost to borrow. This could make it hard for the U.S. government to pay its interest, and foreign creditors could dump the dollar if they feared a default, which could trigger a collapse. 
If the U.S. entered a steep recession or depression, global users might leave the dollar as well. Another option would involve some major power, such as China, becoming the reserve currency of choice. Even under these scenarios, the dollar may not necessarily collapse because if the U.S. economy is down, then other economies would be hurting as well, and the U.S. economy would look okay by comparison. And it is also unclear how much the loss of reserve currency status would affect the dollar's value. Take a deep breath. Currently, the collapse of the dollar remains unlikely. Keep in mind that foreign exporters, such as China, Japan, and Germany do not want a dollar collapse because the U.S. is too important of a customer. A lower dollar buys less goods priced in other currencies, so those exporters would sell less. The U.S.'s position as a dominant economy suggests weakness in the U.S. dollar would have dire spillover effects for other economies globally. Shout out to Kyle for keeping the conversation going. Join us next week when we discuss the red-hot mortgage market. Tune in next Friday for that and much, much more. Thank you for listening, and please have a nice weekend when you get there. Talk to you next week.